You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports. All right. We are live, George, on Facebook, Twitter, um, just those two places, I guess. Oh, and YouTube, Talking Seattle Mariners. You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast. Well, sorry. You're listening to the Sports on Tap Seattle Podcast. And I'm your co-host, Sammy Georgeur. And I'm George Georgeur, coming live at you from Budapest, Hungary, by the way. Weird place to watch a baseball game. But I do want to say welcome to the greatest show in podcasting. Welcome. I mean, you you can say why you're in Budapest, Hungary. That was a really awkward thing to say without trying to explain yourself. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm go, I'm going to explain myself. I just thought we'd do a little intro there. Um, so why would you, you know, George? Why would you say it then if you were going to do do the intro? <laughs> oh, make, make it an awkward for me. All right. Well, not awkward for me, but the point is here. I am coming live from Budapest. I'm working remote and doing a YouTube series, going to a bunch of different stadium sporting events all over Europe. So if you do want to follow me at George on tap, you can follow that journey, Twitter, Instagram, and then I'll be posting a lot of stuff on YouTube. You'll see the links everywhere on my social media. So we will be watching, um, you know, believe it or not, Sammy, there is not a big baseball community in Budapest, but I did find out there's a professional Budapest baseball team today on reddit interesting i mean every country has professional sports technically so yeah but baseball is not very big in europe especially eastern europe like most of eastern europe does not have there's only three teams in the budapest uh professional baseball league that's fair i'm just saying in general most most countries have every sport you know what i'm saying like for the most except for football yeah but um it's not as good as mariners baseball probably no, no, definitely not as high quality. Uh, most of the guys from there are not going to be in the major leagues. It's not a minor league system. I think it's more like a club, like, you know, kind of a bunch of softball buddies. I'm going to go check it out. Maybe they suck. Maybe they're good. Maybe they'll call me up. Be like, hey, we suck. Maybe you can hit a fastball. Maybe, maybe. Well, anybody who's watching today, make sure you uh, leave us some comments here on Twitter or Facebook or YouTube. We'll answer those comments. We'll probably be going here through the first inning. But let's get into some Mariners baseball, George, because I'm excited not to cut you off. But I wanted to um, get to some Mariners baseball and let people know if you want to hear more about like stuff that George does in his journey, I'm doing and other sports and whatnot. We do have our podcast called the Pod That Brothers. You can look it up anywhere or go to anchor.fm slash pod that or find us at pod that anywhere if you want to hear us talk things other than Seattle. So those ones we shoot the shit, talk about everything, every sport and you know, life stuff and whatnot. So check that out. Um, in the meantime, it is the first day, George. It is opening day. We have um, our lineup out for the Mariners. I'm pretty fucking excited. I can't believe that, you know, on opening day even, we're getting to see Julio Rodriguez and Kelnick at the same time. Um, I wasn't expecting that. When I, when, we, when I knew we were going into the season, this is not what we were thinking. We didn't think Rodriguez would be this good to be in the opening day lineup. Yeah, he kind of forced everyone's hand here, right? Because at the end of the day, um, a, you know, a lot of these teams try to manipulate service time, and a lot of people thought the Seattle Mariners would do that, add an extra year on his contract by not having him start the season until I think it's like around June or July. So it started in minor leagues, but he forced their hand. He batted over four hundred in the in in spring training. He was crushing the baseball, and what I, what makes me really excited about him is his personality. I mean. I've been listening um, here a lot to Seattle sports radio, um, usually like the 4 a.m. show and the 7 a.m. shows, which is like 
you know, afternoon here in Europe. And you, I, I listened to a couple of interviews with him. He just like embodes energy, like the energy, like gushes off the microphone when he speaks. Like he is definitely an engaging person. And I, I think this might be the most anticipated debut outside of Ken Griffey Jr. and Mariner's history. We're going to have to do a grammar check really quick. Uh, we do this once in a while on this show. Yeah. You mean embodies energy? Not what embodes? did I say? Em embodes. Um, you know, that might be a word I just made up um, for this podcast because I didn't know the right word. But I think you said embodies. And I yeah. think that is the correct uh, use of the phrase and the word. So, look, I've been out of America for exactly a week now. This I'm starting to lose my grammar. That. Uh, you, your your grammar's probably been worse than this before. It You've has done worse. You've done worse on this podcast. <laughs> has nothing have. to do nothing to do with not being in America. Let's just let's just keep it a hundred percent on this show. Yeah, let's keep it a hundred percent. Yeah, it has nothing to do with that. I mean, I just sometimes make mistakes. It's just tough words. I was like embodes. I don't know what that means, but he does embody, embode, whatever it may be. A lot of energy, the smile, the excitement, the just. I guess, like like you said, they they kind of. Like he got their hands tied, you know, like where they were like, okay, first of all, he's playing spectacular, right? You cannot deny anything other than the fact that Julio Rodriguez was playing phenomenal. And the and then, you know, you do have Kyle Lewis who's out to start the year. So that's another reason to have Julio out there at center field. Unfortunately, then, not a shocker. Not a shocker. He's he gets hurt. Un unfortunately. And, yeah, but who knows? That could change. It's literally only his like third year or second year. So um, on top of that, it's his personality too. And you don't want to take too long with a guy like that. And I think we did that kind of Kellenic last year too. Despite Kellenic having some bad stretches last year, I think it was a great move by the organization to show him like, we believe in you and the future mm -hmm. starts now. And now they're doing it with Rodriguez as well. I don't care if they get off to slow starts. I don't care if they're not perfect when it all begins because I just like the fact that they're telling the organization or they're, they're telling the players that the future is now, this is your guys's time. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. And I think the only difference here between Julio and Kalenic, and I mean, they're both, what's cool about both of them, they are both confident players and they're both really like, um, they're eccentric on the field. Yeah. They're not Mike Trout boring as shit. No, no, no. They definitely have personality. But I think the big difference here is I think if Julio Rodriguez comes off to a slow start, which I hope not, I think he'd treat it a little different than Kalenic. I don't think he's the type of guy to press. Um, I think he is, it seems like from his interviews, he's really loose and really ready to like, just whatever comes his way. And maybe that's the Dominican attitude, the Spanish attitude in general. But I think Kalenic pressed a little bit last year when he had that slump. And I don't think uh, Rogridis would press as much. Yeah. And you I know, don't think I, we don't know, but yeah. But I agree in the sense of, I know it might come off crazy to, to think this way, but to me, it seems realistic is, you know, I think a lot of these guys, like this guy comes from the Dominican family, you know, it, like it, it was, uh, I saw something, what was it? Oh yeah, his family was in Minnesota today, and there was a video of them that they they saw their first snow ever, like their first vacation. To these guys, this is like, this is all they've ever dreamt of, right? I feel like the pressure is less. Like they can't even believe that they made it to this point. I think as an American-grown player who's seen like the riches in America and seen what you can, the lifestyle you can have, and might have seen it with their own families, I think the pressure is on like a little more, right? Because like Julio Rodriguez, the one point seven five million dollar signing bonus he had probably could have you know, brought back to his family and had them live the rest of their lives 
and the Dominican, right? Yeah, and and I mean his and his family's like I mean there are in Dominican, but I was reading his family's pretty well off in the Dominican. Still, it's a lot of money for them. One point seven five million. His from his mom's a dentist. That's a fun okay. fact. But they're yeah, still just, they're probably broke in America. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no no comparison here. So, I I actually hear his uh, debut is huge in the Dominican. I was listening to Hector Gomez and he was on Softy Show. And he was talking about how big of a deal it is in the Dominican Republic about Julio Rodriguez. As much as we're excited in Seattle, there's a bunch of people rooting for this kid in Dominican. Because why? Because he's a great kid. Like that, that that's yeah. what I've been getting out of everyone. Like it doesn't seem like I haven't heard one person say one bad word about Julio Rodriguez until he does a back bat flip off a home run and then some old announcer is gonna be like, it's disrespectful to the game. Yeah. Yeah, no, they won't say it with him because I think his is different. He seems like the type of dude that would do a bat flip also in not a disrespectful way. That might sound crazy, but it's just the truth. Like he's not as he's very eccentric and like exciting to watch, but there isn't the cockiness in a bad way like the Yasiel Puig had um, and some other guys that are younger that I feel like there's almost like the swag, but also cockiness. He has the swag and confidence. But he has like a very innocent when he talks, it's a very innocent soul and a very like young guy who's just happy to be here and the smile that like lights up a room. Like that guy, like he just has it as a superstar, right? He has the griffy smile and the griffy swag. And that's why I'm really excited. It feels like the this is probably the biggest moment for Mariners since the Griffey's debut. And I know Kyle Lewis was a big deal. I know Kelnick was a big deal, but Julio's been there maybe since Felix's debut. Like he's also been there since 16 years old. Right. And especially with these international guys, like you don't know what you're going to get. It's not like, you know, we saw them growing up in the minors or someone talks about them in high school. We're literally talking about folk tales from the Dominican Republic. Yeah, that's true. Man, and you know, um, started, I'm going to tell you excited. about, yeah, I, I'm, I'm about to put it on right now as we're speaking. You know, um, he did say who his three favorite Same. players were. And um, let me just I say, just say turns out like, just before you start, I think the Mariners yep. are they're they're reviewing the first. He's safe. Mariners first at bat of the season. How great! How interesting is this? It's Frazier. First at bat of the oh. season is a base hit where he has to slide feet first at home, and the and the call gets reviewed. This is the the Mariners season started off with a delay to a dribbling base hit slide at first base being yep. reviewed. And I, and and I just and I just just saw it. I think he might be out. But he did do Frazier did do the rare um feet usually first. first base is uh yeah, head first, feet first slide. So um about uh the three favorite players for uh Julio Rodriguez. If he turns out like any of these three players, Sammy, like we 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 got we got a really, really fun time on our hands. His three favorite players are Alex Rodriguez, David Ortiz, and Manny Ramirez. Those are the three he looks up to. David Ortiz, Manny Ramirez, and who? Alex Rodriguez. Okay. Two Dominicans of, and a Cuban. A lot of steroids. Well, is Alex Rodriguez Dominican or Cuban? I'm not sure. I don't know, but a lot of steroids. A lot of steroids, yes. Uh, all three of those did do steroids, a fun fact. but So does that mean we got Julio roiding up here or what? Julio Rodriguez. Uh, yeah, is that what's happening? That. Yeah, I mean, it only took, um, what, our first Julio Rodriguez uh, infused podcast for us to talk about him on roids. That, that's, that's some nice. Quite uh, possibly on roids, sorry. 
Yeah, I don't think, who knows these, I mean, I don't, the roids thing in baseball has kind of not disappeared, but it seems like no one tests positive anymore. Either they're way above the testing or they are uh, not doing roids. So uh, I don't know. That's fair. Who knows? They're still in review on the first. Hold on. He's out. Okay. Well, he's out. I got to say this, George. One of the coolest things that they're doing now in MLB, and I actually really appreciate it and like it, is the umpires having to announce, like in football, the reviews results. Oh, yeah. I, lo- I love that. We yeah, just need a guy it. like Ed Hockley who's really buff to do it soon. Most of these uh, announcers seem like they're just kind of like chubby, not buff, but that's because of the padding. But you can you wouldn't be able to tell, George, if he was buff, I, I wearing know. umpire gear. Yeah, maybe on the future night. Remember the Mariners wore the future jerseys and they had the cutoff sleeves? They should do that with the umps, like sleeveless umps. Get the ratings you know, up, man. I, lo- I, just, I, you know, I, love, I love your ideas, but they don't make sense. Sorry, because they have to wear the pads. It is what it is. It's a good. It's a good okay, concept. Look, yeah, they have to wear the pads. Okay, so the the home plate umpire definitely has to wear the pads. How many times have you seen a first base, second base, or third base umpire get like slammed by by a line drive? I don't know. It's probably happened. Okay, but probably just as often as a running back accidentally runs into a uh, a, a referee in football, which happens sometimes. Yes. Yeah, and they don't wear pads. Yeah, I, I'm I just know. advocating I'm not, for, I, for not baseball umpires than, to be taught. No, you're not smarter than the people who run baseball when it comes to what the ump should be wearing. I'm sorry, you, you, me, and you both are not like college or high school baseball players, so you don't know what the rest should be. You don't know what the ump should be wearing. Well, <laughs> have you ever umped a game, George? I have never umped a game, exactly. but I, but I'm an ideas guy, and I throw some ideas out there. We see what sticks, and this one obviously hasn't stuck. So, here's one thing for me. If, I, if I've never done it, I'm not going to give my opinion on it, as in the sense of I'm not going to think that I know better. You know, I might give my opinion on, you know, freaking transactions. You know why? I've played MLB The Show and done some transactions. I've played fancy. At least it's close enough. Never umped a game, so I, I can't tell you what they should wear. It's the same shit, dude. You said you played MLB The Show. I sit there sometimes I'm like, that's a ball. That's a strike. I've technically umped a game from my, my couch. Mm, no, not technically, because part of the ump here is actually oh, if you ever got hit by the ball so speaking of hitting by the ball ty francis just got got hit by a pitch i know but a you're segment. a few minutes behind so let's yeah you know I, i'm already on the next batter all <laughs> oh, right well the funny thing is as soon as you said hit it, it hit him so it was like literally like on cue so well yeah we are i was already on the next batter so you're a little behind that's okay that's what happens when you're in europe well the mariner season george for real what what is your like, what are your expectations? Now, it's kind of scary when the Mariners have this good of expectations. <laughs> oh, boy. Loaded question. Like, I, I've, I'm not used to these type of expectations. So part of me, would I be shocked if I'm disappointed? No, because I've been disappointed for 20 straight years. But I am expecting them to be good. I'm expecting a playoff berth this year. And with a playoff berth, I'm hoping for a World Series win because if you get into the tournament um, or the playoffs, you have a chance to win it all. So my expectations are the playoffs. My hope is winning a playoff series. And my pipe dream is winning the World Series. Well, that's that's interesting. I, I mean, my hope is a World Series as well. But honestly... I think they're gonna. I think this is the first year of a beginning of a journey. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess that they make at least that play in whatever it is now. It's the three game wild card. Yep. Um, 
I'm not going to go as far as saying winning the division, although I want them to, and I think they have a shot, but I just think there's teams in there that have too much more experience than us in doing this. And you got guys like, you know, uh, even teams like Texas now. Hold on. Home run, Mitch Haniger. That's well, I'm, like I'm a second behind, but um, yeah. Uh, Two congratulations. Two nothing right. Mariners. So um, actually, so my expectation, <laughs> my expectations is World Series. Um. <laughs> Me too, Mitch Haniger, baby. Yeah, it's uh, it, it feels good though coming into a season like this with high hopes and high expectations. Like, I think in general, um, the one thing I do want to give the Mariners credit for as an organization in the last five six years is sticking to the plan. Um, a lot of teams would have moved off of their general manager. A lot of teams would have uh, moved off of Scott's service. A lot of teams would have, you know, not been patient. But we played the long game. We built a good farm system. And um, here we are, right, with a hope to to compete. And a lot of people were disappointed in this offseason. Oh, we didn't do enough. But I actually think we did really well this offseason. I like Robbie Ray. I like Winker. I like Suarez. Now, Suarez has some some pop in his bat. I know he he's going to strike out a lot, but in baseball these days, it seems like strikeout, home run, like whatever. Yeah, I, I think the Mariners did more than enough this this offseason, actually. I, I don't think we've seen the waste of just signing super-duper names. Like When I see some of the numbers that Trevor Story got and Simeon and Seager, um, that's great you know, for those teams. Like if They're great players but i would have, i prefer to do what the mariners did and getting frazier and getting guys like winker and re-signing jp crawford and bringing up julio rodriguez to me that's much more valuable than just spending big on one guy i i couldn't agree more i mean we've seen the mariners do it multiple times with the richie sexons the adrian beltres uh, the robinson canoes and it just came into disappointment this year i feel like we went and got those high value guys those guys that really plug in some holes we had and i and then we went and got a cy young award winner like when these a lot of people are saying we didn't do enough i mean look maybe robbie ray is not the name clayton kershaw or justin verlander or you know some other really big name pitchers in baseball history but he did win the cy young award for a reason he was the best pitcher in the american league last year and now he's our ace in our rotation and we're gonna see his tight pants and hear him grunt all day long I am excited because uh, it is, uh, I guess, it's going to be fun. This is the first guy since Felix that we have that's like a legitimate great person to have as a starting pitcher Mm -hmm. on opening day. No, totally. It was funny. They asked Julio on uh, an interview. They were asking, uh, so how long uh, did it take you to get used to hearing Robbie Ray grunt uh, in spring training? And he said pretty simply, I'll never get used to it. Never. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big statement. Yeah, I think it was Julio. I think it was Julio. There was two guys in the interview. I think it was Julio who said that. So, well, it is an interesting noise. The tight pants are a little too tight. I'm, I'm not I'm not going to who be kidding. Have you the the pants are a little too tight? But yeah, yeah, he he puts his skinny in skinny jeans. You know, he really does. I'm so, wonder, I'm so do distracted you, do, about any, this Matt Chaniger home run man. This is does anyone I can't have? It. Do you have any pictures of Robbie Ray in street coat clothes and jeans or something? Does he wear like that tight of pants out on, in public too? I'm not sure. I, I never really, you know, went ahead and uh, Googled Robbie Ray's outfit at home. 
Yeah, well, I'm going to be doing that while we talk right now because I, I am interested to see because it doesn't seem comfortable. Um, those pants are probably stretchy, to be honest. They're baseball uniform. He probably has his reason. He kind of took off that little mullet thingy on the back going, though. Yeah, he did. Um, looks better without it, to be honest. Truly, truly probably does. Well, I'm pretty hyped. Oh, it was kind of weird not to see Seeger there at third. I kind of just forgot about that. If Suarez out there, but okay. Now that I'm not distracted about this Mitch Haniger home run, cause that was fucking awesome. First yep. goddamn mm-hmm. inning. We're already up to nothing. Mitch Haniger had 39 home runs last year. This is a great hot start. Uh, my expectations, George are not, I don't think it's crazy to actually think this time, this is the year that they make the playoffs. No, no, it's not crazy at all. I mean, it'd be honestly if they don't make the playoffs. Uh, I mean, unless they do what they did last year, win ninety games, and it just falls their way. Like ninety wins is kind of the benchmark, right? Like if they don't win ninety games, I'd be disappointed. Um, I would too. Yeah, because I mean, last year yeah, you should you should definitely up on last year's season, right? Like, I mean, no... the, Bra- the we had more wins than the Braves who won the World Series. So, like, yeah, like. We had a good season. We did our job. It just didn't yeah. work out. And that's but that's why the MLB probably kind of not. I'm not saying for the Mariners specifically reason, but that's why they expanded these playoffs, right? Because mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense that a 90 win team in one division's not in the playoffs. Like, you know, I don't think you have to expand it as widely as the NBA has. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, we don't um, need half the teams in the league to make the playoffs. Yeah, but I think you know w- the way the playoffs have expanded now. If you win 90 games, you're going to get in. And that should be a playoff team. Like you said, we had more wins than the World Series champs. Yeah, so we did our job. Hopefully, we do it again this year. And I, I, I really do think we will. I think this is... Uh, I like the lineup in general. I mean, we the Me only too. hole we have is at a catcher. Oof. And that's right. okay. This is my live reactions. You can't get distracted by live reactions here. Did uh, you just get the base hit right now by Korea too? Am I back no, on like... Exa- yeah. oh, okay. There's two outs already. Oh, wow. Um, well, that was fucking awesome. Um, that's all I got right now. I'm I'm getting distracted by this game. I'm pretty hyped. I can't believe we're up to nothing already. I, I'm, you know, George opening day is a great day. Um, also I'm headed to Chicago, as you know, for, yep. um, for the Mariner series next week. So everybody make sure you, uh, let me know if you're in Chicago and you're going to the Mariners game. Um, cause I'll be there. Let, just let me know if you're there. We're going to be doing a little collab, San Seattle and our San Chicago team. So check that out. And uh, hoping the Mariners are on pace for 182, George. Well, that'd be sorry. that'd be impossible, but yeah. Well, no, it's well, not. If you make it to the world and win the World Series, how? Well, would it? No, you still wouldn't, because then you'd have if you w- w- go 162. No, you're going to get a first round buy, and you win three is 165, and you win four is 169, plus four is 173. The, the 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 maximum amount of games you can win in Major League Baseball is 173. All right, thanks, thanks, Professor George. The point was, I hope that they go undefeated. You know, they're on pace for it, so they are. They're on pace right now to win, technically, 18 to nothing too. So, oh, yeah. let's see what happens. All right, got a nice little out, inning over. Well, that's all I got. Mariners are here. We're going to be back probably a lot now over the summer here. Uh, Mariners, Seahawks, there's a lot of shit happening, but um, that's all I got. I don't know if you got anything else. We just wanted to be excited about some Mariners baseball. 
Yeah, beautiful uh, start to the season. Great first inning. And uh, go Mariners. See us rise. See us rise, baby. We are here, and uh, we're excited. Um, stay tuned. We'll probably be back early next week, mid next week. So we'll be here and uh, talking Mariners, talking Seahawks, and uh, hopefully talking some Julio Rodriguez home runs as well. I can't wait to see his first at bat. Same. Much love. Thanks for listening to the Sports on Tap Seattle podcast. It was a quickie, but we're going to be back next week um, and all throughout the season. So stay tuned. Show us love. We appreciate it. And uh, George, you know what we like to say? Cheers to Seattle, y'all. Peace. You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports.